Welcome to StirPod's coverage of the student union elections. The elections are well underway and we here at StirPod are interviewing the candidates to let them tell you why you should vote for them. Can you introduce yourself for me, please? Uh, yeah, uh, so this is Justine Pedusel, um, and I'm the current housing officer and I'm running for VP Communities. What drew you to this role? I recognise that as housing officer, while I have a lot of dedication, um, and the Sterling Solidarity Space was very keen to use, you know, to help use my role for to help fight the housing crisis. It's very difficult to do a lot or as much as I want to do as a volunteer and alongside studying. So went for a bigger role <laughs> for, yeah, VB Communities is a, it's a more adequate role, I think, for the amount that I want to do. Can you give a brief overview of your manifesto? So one of my key things is housing of course, because I was housing officer before, so it makes sense to continue that. The other one is sustainability. Sustainability and housing are actually very interlinked because if you have poorly insulated um, buildings and these students are supposed to live there, it only not only affects the students, it also affects the environment that we live in. Um, additionally, if you don't have affordable and you don't have more um, housing, you don't have enough housing for everybody, that is also unsustainable because um, it can't last long term. The other thing was building a community. I think that's a big part of communities and that is making it a safer, more inclusive and accessible campus and environment for all students to be a part of. Um, and that ties really well into clubs and socks because well, clubs and socks, you have many societies that and clubs that represent um, these types of groups that need it to be more accessible and inclusive. And you also have, I mean, closed societies are where you go to get ideas and inspiration of what is possible and what you can do. Because if you have thought of it, I'm sure one of them has um, for anything, really. So, What experience do you have which you believe qualifies you for this role? Well, I was previously housing officer. Um, I think in my role as housing officer, I demonstrated that I am very happy to do the work, um, you know, at any cost. <laughs> Uh, to myself specifically, but um, yeah, I'm. I'm going. I know that I'm going to do the work. Um, I think I've shown quite a lot of dedication, like a little bit of stubbornness as well. Like once I get something into my head and I think this is what we need to do, um, I'm going to do everything I can to do it. What are some examples of events or policies or changes you've helped make previously, which are related to the role? I did a Know Your Rights event um, for tenants. For both PBSAs, so um, purpose-built student accommodation, and for the private sector, um, I found that a lot of students, unfortunately, arrive at the university and think that the living standards, whatever they're given, is what they deserve. And so the Know Your Rights event was supposed to be to demonstrate to them what their actual rights are and what they do, you know, what's the minimum that they deserve, and then they can assess whether or not they get it. Last year, as part of the Sterling Solidarity Space, I hosted an event. Again, it's called it was called Know Your Rights, but that was for employment. So know your knowing your employment rights. I've um I went canvassing around student accommodation um with a very very good group of volunteers, and we tried to go through every. I think we 
fairly successfully went through every accommodation building and all the rooms that we could to look at specific problems. And we made a list and that was given to university accommodation, a list of like common problems and for what buildings, not the list for each room. I'm working on a housing report right now, but I wouldn't really call that an event. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say that's about the key things. Why are these issues so important, firstly to yourself and then on a wider scale? I'm an international student. I pay EU fees, but I am an international student. And so I understand, you know, coming to a new country, how difficult it can be to kind of make your way, like, you know, move around and figure out what's going on. And I moved here during COVID. So I actually had no idea what I was entitled to or not entitled to and what could be done and what couldn't be done. And so things like, you know, basic things like opening a bank account. I did not know how to do that. It took me three days to figure out how to do that um, because I needed a paper to like print it out. But then I couldn't print it out because I didn't know how to print it. (laughs) There was no Wi-Fi. It was like, you know, a whole ordeal (laughs) kind of thing. You know, that's one example. Then I also lived in university accommodation. I lived in Donnelly and having, you know, my experience there um, is the reason why I've convinced (laughs) university accommodation to go and investigate the heating problem um, that Donnelly had. As far as I know, um, it is now entirely resolved. So it should consistently be warm and not lose heating in January, which is really good. The other thing is I I understand how inaccessible the campus is. Um, I myself have a disability. And when it gets bad, I it's really difficult to get anywhere. And you have to go up and downstairs all the time. You have to do this or you have to make like walk quite far in order to use the the ramps, um, which last year during the winter and there was snow and ice, the ramps were actually really unsafe. <laughs> Those are my own experiences. And I think, you know, that's why I've ended up fighting for these things. First of all, I don't think I am the only student who has won or experienced any of these things. I think we do have quite a lot of students at the university who do have a disability, whether physical or not. And it's unfair to them if the campus is inaccessible. You shouldn't have to be able-bodied in order to go to university. That's ridiculous as a concept. International students tend to be the most vulnerable when it comes to housing issues. It's not their fault at all, um, but they're the least likely to know what their rights are and what is available and what they can do. You know, if the university isn't there to support them, then the student union needs to be there to support them. I mean, students in general, when they come to the to university, they entrust themselves to the care of the university, you know, whether that is legally, you know, under their care or not. The university is the first body to show them, you know, and demonstrate what kind of housing things, housing standards they're entitled to. So it needs to be adequate enough that students go away and say, I deserve this. What's your ultimate goal with this role and the areas that you've highlighted? I want it to get better. I want the housing issues to go away. Obviously, I want the housing issues to go away. I want sustainability to be a real thing on campus. I want, you know, and I mean like actually implemented (laughs) on campus. I want it to be a really safe and inclusive and accessible campus as well. I want the clubs and societies to be more valued for what they can change on our campus. I think realistically, though, I can only move towards making them more so and changing the way that the students view themselves and what they think is achievable. If I leave, you know, if I leave next year and I and the student body is like, we're going to protest on our own or we're going to host a rally and they just come up to me and say, we're doing this. I need your support. 
and 1,700 students show up. I know that's quite a big number, <laughs> probably like 1,300 or less, actually, probably like 800. Okay, I'm shooting for the stars here. If um, like the majority of the student body shows up, then I will have done my, my job. Where do you want to see yourself and the university in a year's time when the next candidates are running? I want a lot of the problems to be fixed or on their way of being solvable. Um, I think that'd be really good. I want the students to be taken a little bit more seriously than they are. Um, we, we have a lot of potential um, as a student body, and we are very powerful as a student body. We just need to behave more as a collective and to say, we don't agree with this. Let's stop it. Give you an example. Last year, um, the Solidarity Space ran a petition against a rent increase um, for last year. And within a month, we had 750 signatures against it. I mean, that's, you know, that's 750 out of 1700. That's like almost half <laughs> of the student body was really upset about this one thing. Can you imagine, like, if all of these people decided we're going to change it? Mind-blowing. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Do you have a final statement you would like to make to voters? I'm a Sterling Solidarity Space candidate. Um, you may have heard of us, otherwise go check us out. Um, we do a lot of cool things. Um, and I'm running with Erin um, Caulfield, who's going for VP Education, Toby Wordy, for, who's going for Housing Officer, and Ben Elker, who's going for Co-Curricular Officer. So I really hope you vote for them as well. That's all my questions. Thank you very much. Thank you. That was fun. <laughs>